Hello. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Spitfire Sisters podcast. Welcome. Huzzah. It's been a very long time. I'm a whole year older. Hey, congrats. Thank you. How do you feel? Technically a whole year. But sure. I feel um, wiser. Yeah. So wise. Mm-hmm. Mm. What have you learned? I have learned <laughs> that the winters come <laughs> every year. And they go. And again. they go again. <laughs> but life, my friend, continues. Is that your wise voice now? <laughs> Is this, are we sticking with this? <laughs> Not for long. Okay. Enjoyed it. Right, before we get going, we've got a bulletin read by Mr P, who's going to tell you about all of our performances for this upcoming festive season. So best bulletin ever, Tuesday, 3rd of December at the Point in Eastley. They're starting off the festive season. There'll be the performance at the Point, and they are very excited to be bringing their mini band with them. They'll have Joe Pickering on drums, and Steve Christie on keys, and Doug Revolta on bass. Sunday the 15th of December will be at Tetbury Goods Shed. They're delighted to be back at the Goods Shed once more. This performance is a quartet with Steve Christie on piano. And on Monday the 16th of December, the NST Campus Southampton will be their first time performing for NST in their theatre. This performance will again be a small band with Joe, Doug and Steve, but a great show. Thursday, the 19th of December, is at the Theatre Royal Winchester, a big one. It'll be their final show of the season in their home city with a wonderful full band on stage. There are only a handful of tickets left for this performance, so be quick, otherwise you're going to miss out. Thank you very much for that, Mr P. Now we're going to smoothly segue over to a happy hour, starting with you, Anna. Go I on. had a very nice birthday, everybody. I'm really pleased. Like, the, one of the nicest. Oh, that's lovely. A lovely birthday. What did you do? I just had a lovely day. The, the highlight, not highlight, let's take that out. <laughs> <laughs> the first bit of the day included a, a lion, which right. was amazing. I got to have a lovely meal with my family. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Steve. <laughs> Jesus Christ, just because he had a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to have a lovely meal with my family and a lion and a lion which was yep. amazing and just it was just a very chilled birthday takeaway with Richard lovely what time did you lie in well actually it wasn't really much of a lion I was up by like eight but you know I didn't have to do anything till lunchtime that's nice and you know even then it was to go to the pub <laughs> which is a good day it was that a lovely day. day just a lovely day which Richard did you have a takeaway with? Branson? <laughs> Simmons? I'm trying to think of a funny one. I can't think of any other Richards. <laughs> I was going to go for Attenborough, but no. Oh. Wilson. Richard. Who's Richard Wilson? I don't believe you. <laughs> Richard and Judy. Oh, uh, Maidley. Yeah. Great. Them. Cool. Yeah. They bought me dinner. How nice of them. <laughs> they talked to you about their book club. Uh, no, they left that at the door. Oh, right. Yeah. Work, leave work at home. Leave work at home. Come to my house. Yeah. Shut. <laughs> what a nice host you are. <laughs> I'm a bit more ruthless in my newfound old age. <laughs> Come in. Shut the door. Shut. Sit. Strictly zone. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. 
Yeah, so I'm really happy about that. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Anyone Great. else? Louisa. I'm really happy being here uh, at Vintage Keys. And I know we're going we're gonna to do a massive plug this podcast because it's very, very exciting. We've just moved in to Lockerley and the place is just magical. We've got an open day coming up soon and hopefully everyone's going to come and see how absolutely amazing it is. Yeah. It's, it is it's amazing. amazing. Vouch for that. Yeah, that's that's making me very happy. Lovely, and very proud. Good. So you should be. And so you should be. So proud. I saw you hoovering. I was. You must be proud. Yeah, hoovering cool. and making the tea. This that was is, that was um, that was Steve's birthday present. Second hand. What you hoovering? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hoovering. Yeah. That's a nice present. That is a nice present. What you just what you Hetty. Mean? Is it a Hetty? It is a Hetty. Yeah, a Hetty nice. Hoover. Mm. Yeah, love that. Very good. How about you, Hannah? Um, mine's a boring happy hour, but it's autumn, and I'm so <laughs> pumped. Have you seen the leaves? You're yes. I know, and the leaves are such a glorious colour, and everything is amazing, and the air is so crisp, and tomorrow I don't have to do anything till 12, and I'm going to take my takeaway coffee in my cup, my special green to-go cup. It's not green, it's purple, but you get it's whatever and I'm going to go and sit in the cat grounds and I'm going to sniff the trees oh, and I'm going to read grounds. my book I have not heard that term in a very long time I'm trying to keep myself young guys I'm going to keep myself young I'm going to I'm going to read the books the books I'm going to read the books I'm going to read all the books all Lent of them. against the tree <laughs> <laughs> that's a teapot <laughs> for everybody at home <laughs> nothing You did not know. <laughs> Lovely. Lovely. Good stuff. So we're all happy. So we're all happy, eh? Very happy. Lovely. That is uh, excellent news. All round. <laughs> Steve's very happy. Yeah. So where do we even begin? Where oh. do we even begin? We had a whole summer. Did Mike we? Dory is probably like, guys, what's happened, guys? He might have given up. No. He might have found Not another Mike. podcast. Not Mike. No way. And it was everybody's summer. Can't even remember. What is? What was summer? What was it? Blinked. What is summer? I had the really? most epic summer holiday of my life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Go on then. It was programs like wall to wall. You, you did, did. You actually. did not stop. Actually, you didn't stop all summer. All summer. I had completely the opposite summer holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Crack on with your program of fun. Well, I'm trying to. I am trying to remember now because it does feel like a long time ago. We hit off very early, as soon as term finished. In fact, the day that term finished, I took the kids out of school for the morning. Conversation for another day, and um, hit hit the beach. Went down to Cornwall. Went to go and catch up with all my family. Were there for a few nights. Nice. Came back. Went. The kids did um, Aristocat at the Nutshell which was amazing. It was brilliant. I, I absolutely loved it. The children absolutely loved it. Can't wait for the next thing for them to get involved in. Um, and then I used that time while they were doing that, occupied all the days, to um, try and get as much of the album done as possible. Then after that, we went to Sardinia for 10 days, which was really lovely. Swam in the beautiful turquoise sea with the fishers and... Um, yeah, it was lovely. Apart from Freddie vomiting on the plane on the way out. There. Oh, which is a brilliant which story. Is, which was, yeah, which is, yeah. Not for the people who live there. Not, for, not, no. 
I'm gonna I'll spare hmm. I'll spare everybody the, the trauma <laughs> of that. In fact, listening to our last podcast on the plane was comforting Freddie actually getting over that. Oh, oh that's so nice. Yeah. That's oh, so we're we're medically recommended. Yes. Yes indeed. <laughs> to <yeah>. children. Yes. <laughs> Better clean this act up. My doctor has not approved this message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And then gosh, what did we have? That's most of the summer gone. Oh also went to Wrigley Tin, my shepherd's hut for a couple of nights. Um oh yeah, baby sat, baby sat, dog sat, house sat. Yeah. All the sats <laughs> um, at my dad's house for a few nights, which was a real, real treat. <laughs> real treat. Um, and then it was virtually, uh, it, that's right. it, six weeks. Gone. Gone. That is a fun-packed holiday, it, though. Yeah. I'm envious. It was great. The last, what I thought was the last full day with the kids, we went to Longleat safari park which was amazing really really good really worthwhile day out and then um the day that term starts was patrick's birthday so i had planned a birthday treat to go to a spa except a couple of days before had realized actually it was an inset day so i had to find emergency child care (laughs) you just think you're going to reach the end of the summer just think i've just done it just Six weeks and they go, no, no, no. <laughs> one, one more, more day. day. That is what Les Miserables was based on, I think. That's why that song is <laughs> one, <laughs> one day <damn> more. <laughs> Another day of summer holiday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but there we go. Quick, quick rundown of like blow by blow my summer. Anna Mary Harding. I mean, my life carried on as if it wasn't the summer holiday <laughs> in every way other than the sun shone more. That's nice, though. Which was very nice. Yeah. Wait, I moved house. When did I, I move house? So that, was house. that was September. That was September you moved house. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't got there yet. So may I spent the summer packing boxes. Fun. Mm. Therapeutic. Yes. There was some cleaning out, which was good. Mm. And some does this spark joy conversations. Oh, I love that. Um... Which was very enjoyable mm-hmm. in many ways. And your new house is beautiful. And I mean, it's all worth it. Mm. It's all worth it. Now. You feel like a much more zen, relaxed person. I now. am. You, you I mean, yeah. look at me zenning out. You're glowing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very tired. <laughs> it's all glowing. But thank you so much. You're so welcome. Mm. Yeah, no, it was a lovely summer. Okay. How was yours? was not it was i hate summer i'm so boring i know i've said it a million times i hate the summer um but i don't know how we're friends i i don't know either uh, <laughs> here we, here we are <laughs> i did i went i did go away for four days I went to amsterdam which you was did. lovely and we walked miles and miles and saw some amazing things and it was great and then i was trying to find another period of time in order to go away and there just wasn't more than two days to disappear for which is something that I should not complain about because I'm freelance I should never complain about the work because that's when the work goes away so it was lovely to be busy and running around and all of those things but it does feel like I'm waiting I'm waiting for a break still Mm, which will probably be next august now so i've i've already i've chosen the week in august that i'm going away next mm-hmm. week uh, next week i wish oh should we take should we all take the same week yeah, off? We? yeah. yeah it's <laughs> Maybe that's a good idea that, yeah. that's a very good idea but there yeah so i i i 
I said last year when I went on holiday that I would book or plan, theoretically plan the week and then not take any work that week. And I did not yeah, do that. Yeah, it never and, works. And the week went away. So yeah. this time I've, I'm, I'm going to book... Have you put solid... I put solid walls around those solid dates. times, and I'm going after Christmas. After I've paid my tax, I'm going to book the flights. Yeah, yeah, woohoo! Yeah, woo-hoo. Poppy is learning French at school, having a great oh, time. Oh la la! And the uh, the greatest thing is that they're learning um, Frère Jacques, but to, with just French numbers. Mm. So she's, so she's singing around the house, going un de toi, and they. They must sing it in a round at school because she was cueing me in for the correct in the correct place. It might <laughs> no, hang on a minute. I'm going to start and then you're going to come in here. That made me very proud. That's very direct. Leading the band already. Yeah. <laughs> well, if she um, needs a French tutor, I actually tutored her uncle through his French GCSE. Oh, that is so, true. Uh, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Shall we have a rule where we only speak French in front of Poppy now? Oh, oh yes. Because I'm very much into that. Oh. That would be amazing. I don't really speak French at all. <laughs> but I mean, neither I, do I. I, I. Just. <laughs> yeah, great. I'll, I'll just talk. But I'm very up for it. <laughs> that would be. Can I talk to you about my Instagram experience yesterday? Please. Please. Yes. Okay. You've tempted us. So I have been thinking a lot about Instagram recently and about reading a lot about it. How good is it? How bad is it? I know you posted a couple of things mm. about it recently as well. Is it a good thing overall? Is it bad? Whatever. And yesterday I had had a conversation um, over the weekend about some things and I decided that as a, I was going to put on Instagram what I hoped was a polite, I just want to make people aware, not a, for God's sake, please don't do this, blah, 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 just a, please just think about this twice. In terms of when people use the expression, oh, I, I'm just going to tidy because I'm a bit OCD, which I really dislike as an expression because you can't be a bit OCD. OCD is a serious mental illness. I don't like it when people categorize things they like in terms of this is why I'm doing this. If you like something tidy, that's absolutely fine. I had a lot when I worked in restaurants where people would be like, this is how I like the table laid because I'm a bit OCD. It's like, no, you like the table laid like that because you're in charge and that's how you want me to do my job. And that's absolutely fine. And that's very so different. So I decided to put on Instagram just a little gentle, I think I called it a gentle reminder, please think twice before you use this phrase because this is how I feel about OCD and how I know other people feel about it. It's a very flippant expression and it's quite painful when people use it because it shows that you don't really understand what somebody else might be going through. And that's fine and it's only because you don't understand. So let me... I wanted to do it in a not patronising way either, like, but let me help educate you so you know not to use that expression again. And I put it on there. And I had so many people message me saying, that's really interesting, or thanks so much for saying that, or like things I just never, I did not expect to have that kind of response, or I know somebody who had OCD and so I know not to say that, or all just all of these things. And it was so overwhelming that I felt like, this if this is a platform not that I am about to be a spokesperson for Instagram or whatever whatever anything like that but what a nice Mm. community of people it can establish when Mm. used in a positive way yes and I couldn't agree more with you Mm. I always hear people say like oh I need to stop being on Instagram Mm. and I get it Mm. but I also think maybe just manage who you interact with on Instagram because there's a whole 
a whole mass of it that's actually really amazing. Yes. And it's a way of connecting with people that you couldn't do in any other mm-hmm. way. Exactly. Yes. And of course there are negative aspects, but I just think remove them. Yes. You have the power to do that. Who do you follow that you find very inspiring? Everyone I follow. Mm. I only follow people that make me feel good. I don't follow anyone that I think, oh God, I wish I didn't see that. Mm -hmm. That's annoyed me. You just unfollow. Just not interested in that. Yeah. I think, yeah, put everyone I follow. Mm. I follow for, because they make me feel better. The right reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Not better. That makes it sound like I need it. But you know, like like a positive influence. Positive experience. For sure. He's just there with his disgusting telescopic duster. <laughs> Yellow fluffy telescopic duster. Stacy Swift is yeah. a illustrator on Instagram and I love everything she puts. She's very positive and writes some really nice things. Emily Coxhead is along the similar vibes well. She runs yeah. the happy newspaper. Oh, I wish mm. I know that from you, yes. Mm. Yeah. I really enjoy Ruby Rare's posts. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Very, very body positive and um, breaking down stigma and opening conversations into areas and avenues that should be talked about a lot more. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. I, th- I like it when it comes from a friendly approach. Uh, Jamila Jamil wrote something really interesting yes. and I wish I could yeah, remember it, it and I can't look it up, but she said something like, my social space is safe is a safe space for ignorance is that what she said so if you don't know but you come to the table saying you don't know welcome and let's all educate each other kind of thing whereas it's only when you are there and you don't know and you don't want to know that's the problem and I I really liked that which is why I hope my approach was hey by the way this is why I don't think you should say this thanks so much for listening because I don't expect everybody to know and I'm really pleased that lots of people don't know that saying that that don't know like how painful OCD can be because that means they don't have that and that's great but just maybe think twice and I feel like that's how it should be and talk to people if you want to know more talk to people I like oh yeah Mm. it's interesting I like I like that I like the fact that it is okay to be like do you know what I don't understand why this might be offensive so can I talk to you about why so I can educate myself so I know not to say it again that Mm. kind of thing Mm. I'm glad you had a good experience it was I was so surprised I was very nervous about posting it Mm. and I was so surprised at how nice nice people were some feedback as well because I know you can get very nervous about posting something and then it's just and then it just nothing happens and then you think oh what we've done yes there's been a lot of chat recently about um Instagram removing likes Oh, really? So that only the postie can see how many likes it got, ah. rather than it being like a, a, a big social competition. Mm. Oh, that's really Which that's is an interesting, interesting that's concept. Nice yeah. idea. I think yeah. the, well, some of the motivation behind that is for like younger people. Yes. Who, you know, it's, it's a lot more competitive mm. and like something we never had to deal no. with. Yeah, I can't imagine. But, uh, and they have to, it's another thing in the classroom. Mm. I, re- when I went around for a tour. Uh, at the junior school mm. and it, it must have been coincidence but every classroom that I walked into was to, talking about some kind of online online safety or, oh, wow. or how to behave or how to act and what really? to do if somebody says something nasty to you online um, 
it's a whole area of education that we just we didn't need. need. It wasn't there. And yeah. um, I'm very pleased that schools are yeah. seeing that it's something that needs to be addressed. Mm. For sure. Because it's complicated. We're um, having a tricky time with Freddie playing online games and things. And, mm. and you know, he wants to play with his friends. But you can't do it. He plays Roblox. And you can't do it unless it's either you speak to everybody or nobody. Oh, really? Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So you, c- you can have friends mm. with people, but you'll be in a forum playing with, with mm. other people as well. So it's tricky, very tricky to police. Mm. Mm. That's very I, difficult because mm. you just don't mm. know what's going to come. I wouldn't know how to negotiate that. No, I, I wouldn't say. either. That's so very tricky. Difficult. Yeah. It's, it's hard. I, like, do find myself occasionally especially if I'm not feeling great looking at what other people are getting up to on Instagram and being like oh well I, I should be I doing should, that why, why aren't I doing that how do I do that blah 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 blah, blah. Mm. and it's horrible it's dangerous mm. and it doesn't happen very often but like if you're already not feeling great or tired or whatever it's it does happen and logic and rationally rational thought and everything tells you not to feel like that but it's very mm. manipulative it is but I think that's where you can then fill your feed with positive yes, things. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Because I occasionally that happens to me. Mm. I think, oh, somebody's done that. That's amazing. Mm. And then the next post is like, reminder. Yes. Yeah. Like, reality check. Yeah. Everyone's different. It's yeah. cool. It's all happening at different times. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And that's all it needs to be. Yeah. Do you have, do you put um, time limits on your social accounts on your phones? No. I would if I had more time. but I'm really grateful for the hour in bed that I get (laughs) I used to and then I found that is that making you feel bad yes because if I because if I was using my phone for like sat nav or something and it was therefore because now I think you can do it for individual things which I haven't explored but I did like a whole just like two hours or one hour or something for my whole phone yes Mm -hmm. and that made me feel awful and then when I was like You've used your phone for six hours. Yeah, today. Like, well, I, but uh, I've been driving for three of them. Like, yeah. how? You know? So I, I am trying to be better at every time I pick up my phone. I think consciously about why I picked up my phone. Yeah, and also always having a book so that if I pick up my phone and then think, ah, I that's could pick the, up my book biggest, instead. One of the biggest things that bothers me is mm. that you think it's such a time suck. Yes, yeah. think How you could be using that time to be mm. doing something creative or yeah. Mm. Um, I read somewhere that there's you get a huge sense of satisfaction from focusing very very deeply mm. yeah. into one specific task yes. mm. rather than you know fritting a, mm-hmm. about and doing every, yeah. lots of lots of different Time phone <laughs> yeah that's what phones for so i you know i really that's what i enjoyed knitting so much i guess yes or, or like really going for a picture or like drawing mm. something something that you can get really absorbed in mm. yeah and then take a step back and feel a sense of achievement yes mm. and you've accomplished and like something. you've not been thinking yeah. yes yeah that's that's, like uh, that's the, the thing that i release. want to find yeah is the one thing i and i get it occasionally with a book but more and more frequently i'm finding that i'm not gripped by books like i mm. used to be really i used to be such i used to absolutely like not be able to do anything until i'd finished a book i used to read at breakfast and in the playground i got told off once because I was spending time reading in a playground and not playing with other kids and like I used to be totally you were Belle I was I was Belle oh my god I was Belle (laughs) totally absorbed totally absorbed and now I find it I have to really 
concentrate concentrate yeah. and then it happened like I read a book really recently called The Last which absolutely gripped me I couldn't think of anything else I was annoying because I was like I wonder what's going to happen next and and I'm trying to reread books that I know that I have loved to get me back into that but driving has also changed my relationship because I used to pound books when I was on the train or on the bus or anything yeah. and now I don't have the same and like, you've lost a lot of hours yeah. in your week of being able to Toasting. do that. yeah I definitely so I got that get that from drawing mm. doing that but I just don't make time for it anymore mm. but I remember it's college sixth form draw, like doing art mm. and just drawing and I remember specifically one of my teachers coming up to me and saying you would do this for hours wouldn't you <laughs> and me like waking up out of whatever the hell I was doing being like yeah <laughs> so, and yeah and, but yeah and you've always been like that and I've yeah. even since I was a tiny child my mum would give me like a book and a pen and be like go and draw and I'd be done for like the weekend <laughs> like they wouldn't see me again but you don't think you'd have the same relationship if you were like right on a Tuesday or on a Friday or whatever I spend the morning drawing how how likely I just can't or, justify it right why though what if that was your doesn't time earn off? money but if that was your time <laughs> off though yeah if it was my time off I would but then leisure leisure yeah. time but there isn't I find the guilt in leisure time. Yes. Because it's like, well, she I should go and see then, I should way, go everybody. and see my mum yes. or I haven't seen yes. this friend this week or yeah, yeah, yeah. like are there are emails I should be doing in this leisure time and like mm. that stuff. Oh. Steve has just revealed for Panini. I I I'm ate before I came. I'm fine, yes, thank you. Right. But fine. I would enjoy watching you eat one. It's if very that's you have what your you dinner need. into that's a microphone. <laughs> I wouldn't say no to more tea. I wouldn't say no to more tea, yeah. Thank you. Um, But yes, the guilt of leisure time. Yeah, the guilt of leisure time is is huge. Especially when you're self employed. I am getting much better. Since moving house, I have been putting my phone upstairs in the evenings. Mm. Not every evening. No. But most evenings, coming home from work, putting my phone by my bed upstairs, and then having the actual evening. That's amazing. Which is great. But then I get the guilt of, oh, look, there's 15 messages I haven't replied to, which I need to reply to before tomorrow. But But why do they need replying to before tomorrow? Because they're usually like, what, what time tomorrow? am I picking you up in the morning? Right. <laughs> like oh, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of yeah. kind yes. of like, yeah. you know, it's, life vibes. But it is the self-employed tricky thing of lots of, and not everybody, but lots of other people work nine to five or eight or six or, you know, long mm-hmm. hours, but then can leave it. That was, that's what I loved about working in restaurants was that once I left, I didn't have to think about mm-hmm. anything. There was nothing for me to think about. But it's, it, Patrick has, is on his phone yeah, day mm. and night. Yeah, it, it yeah. won't matter when something comes in. Even yeah. and he, he's got a proper job. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. Uh, it's not just for the freelancers. I feel. Do you think it's, just, it's this, that's just because it's the just world how has people changed are now? Expecting yeah. to work. Yeah. But isn't that yeah. awful? Like, it is awful. And I, I'm guilty of it as well. But people do send emails at like 10 p.m. at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time. Whatever. Yeah. Which we all do, but we sh- we shouldn't. We no, should we have should some have kind of group hours. worldwide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. agreement. Of there was a, a lovely address from head of year three mm. at school um, about emails about saying that please parents think about when you send emails because mm. it's going it's going to another to a teacher who yeah. has a, another who has a home life yes and, and if, if they get this message sometimes it can be maybe a quite a distressing matter perhaps mm. that, that something that the child might be going through if they get it at 11 o'clock at night yeah on, on a friday on a friday what can yeah. they, they can't do anything about it and then that will have sat over them for the whole weekend mm. yeah tricky really tricky but yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for carving time for. But, but I I am a real night owl night worker, mm. and yeah, I I'm and not. I will sit and fire off emails at, at mm. sort of mm. one in the morning, 
and yeah. and hope. I but I just I hope that it doesn't that it doesn't disturb the person on the other end, mm. and that they can they can get to it in their own office yeah. hours mm. whenever that suits them. As long as the expectation is not to reply. Yes, I need to know right now. It's one o one a.m. Yeah, right? tell yeah. me right now. But it's in and it's all and it's the also not taking it personally, which I don't, guys, I don't know if you know this about me, but I take everything super personally. Like that whole, I've sent a message and if somebody doesn't reply straight away, I can sometimes feel like, oh my God, what have I done wrong? Blah, 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 blah. And actually it's just yeah. learning that everybody else has their own thing to do. And of yeah. course they're not thinking about you or this message or whatever, because it, they're in bed. And that is especially bad now when business is done on Facebook and WhatsApp. And you can see. And you know that yes. it's been read and you end up looking mm. at it and you're like, if yeah. I read this, they're gonna know I've read it. Yes. But like, I, I'm gonna read it. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's awkward yeah. now, isn't it? Whereas mm. at least with an email, you are released from that. Yes. I don't check my emails after 6 p.m. And then yeah. even if you do, kind of thing, it yeah. doesn't. You don't yeah. have to address it until yes. the next day. Exactly. Yeah. Very difficult. Yeah. Oh. It's a lot of pressure on people. It is. And a lot of, it. I think it provides an awful lot of stress. And there's so much interest, so many interesting things at the moment about how stress is a public health crisis, mm. just as much as so many other things are now, and how bad it can be for you, and how much social media and communication can contribute to that as well. Mm. I just think it's important that everybody sets a boundary, mm. yes, and lets people know about it as yeah. much as they can, and then doesn't don't apologise for it. Because that's sure. the worst thing, I think. Mm. Is not replying and they like, I'm so sorry I didn't get back to you last night. Yeah. When actually, like, I'm not sorry. Yeah. Because I was having the evening off. Yeah. Boundaries, people. Boundaries, boundaries man. They're so good. Them. Let's set them. Right now. Bloody love the boundaries. <laughs> Here we are, 20 to 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't work after six. I'm so sorry. I finished at six. <laughs> Take me home. Don't bring me tea. <laughs> 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 yeah, difficult, but very interesting. Hi, Steve. Hi, Han. Stephen. Cut <laughs> <laughs> that out. Cameth. I'll take Cameth. I do not take Cameth. Steve. Sup, Steve. Vin. Ow. We're all having a breakdown. Steve, welcome to your Hello. studio. Thanks for having us here. Thank this you. is so nice. Well, it's it's a pleasure to have you here, That's making good. you drinks. <laughs> they they are lovely drinks. They're yeah. delicious. How yeah. are you finding it at the new Vintage Key Studio? Oh, it's great, and it's quite nice driving here in the rain. Yes. And uh, every time I drive here, I, I even though I know where it is now, I still put the the navigationy thing on. And um, I get very excited when it says, because mine for some reason is in kilometres, it says one kilometre to go. Oh, and I thought, oh yes, excited. nearly Have there. Mentioned. Yeah. And uh, because I've got 24-7 access to it, sometimes I'll just be going to bed and I'll suddenly think, oh, I'm going to go to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> and I can, and I can turn up here. And I can actually... Play the drums, or I, well, I can't. Well, I can, but not very well. I can play the drums <laughs> and hit things loud. I could just come in here and bang, a, bang something really loud if I want to. Yeah. Like earlier, I was climbing around in the in the. Uh, I found a, a hidden room here today, um, above the above the kitchen, the 
toilet. And uh, the kitchen I, and the toilet are two separate rooms. Just to clarify, oh yes. just in case anybody was wondering it. The kitchen, which is the toilet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was up there, and, I, and I, I threw something up there, and it made a hell of a noise. And I thought, <gasps> and I thought, and I went up there and I banged it just because I could. Just because you could. Mm. When Louisa and I first came in here, we whispered. It's very quiet. I, Quite a lot. But it's like, we should, I feel like they command some respect in here, actually. I yeah. feel yeah. like it's very... Very like, are you here to make music? Are yeah. you here to get out? Yeah. Which, yeah, are you going to take it seriously? Mm. If not? It is the church of me. Do you feel <laughs> much freer here? Oh, yes. I feel more like you. Yes, a lot freer. And uh, my feminine side is coming out more. Sure. You here. can totally tell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the way you made that tea. Yeah. And the, your hairband was particularly lovely today. Oh, yes, I've got a, a lacy hairbands that my, my mum bought me. Oh, that's nice. Different colours. I look like a I look like Miss Havisham. Sure. And you've got a lovely orchid over there, I see. Yes, that was that was from uh, the lovely uh, Rosanna, who Aww, uh, we, really we've nice. been uh, writing some songs with, uh, Louisa and I. And uh, we did some recording here. In fact, we've, we've been doing a few test recordings because the official opening is not till Friday this week, but... Um, where we've had a few people in, and, and, and Rosanna's done, done a little thing with Louisa the other day, and we we it's quite incredible because the although the room is pretty much open plan in the studio area, the sound doesn't travel that far around. It doesn't bounce around the room like mm-hmm. you would imagine it would, yeah, um, and so that means you don't need too much in the way of you know segregation mm-hmm. of you know screens and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Unless you want it really dead, then you can go and there's a, there's a booth in the corner, which or which has been transplanted from the, the old one. Or you can go place. in the kitchen toilet. Or the kitchen toilet, mm. yeah, which is where I put a guitar. Well, it was a guitar amp the other day, um, and we were getting a really good sound, but then the vocalist needed to go to the toilet. Oh, so that's always the vocalist. And, yeah, uh, we're needy. <laughs> yeah. It's not as she, it's a we. <laughs> I, oh, I forgot to switch the mic off for a start. Oh. <laughs> oh no! Uh, but strangely enough, I noticed the colour of the sound changed. Oh no! Oh, that's nice. Towards brown. Oh. Delightful. <laughs> the brown, so tra- the brown sound. You have lots of keyboards here, and it's nice to see them all. Yeah, oh, yes. keyboards. And are there any here you've never seen before? There are many that haven't been given the space they deserve. No, no. And now it's nice to see. All three hundred and sixty degrees of them. Mm. Yeah, there's 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 some actually that are um not not here yet. Uh, where where are they at the moment? Uh, I'd forgotten they're at my dad's and my mum and dad's and uh, my house. Nice. Um, in my garage. Sure. Um, there's also uh, well, hopefully Doris the piano will be possibly going to Anna's house. Oh yeah, mm. that's so exciting. I have to work on that. Um, uh, oh, oh, avid Spitfire fans. <laughs> we'll remember all oh, about two years ago when we busked in the Winchester Christmas, Winchester market. Christmas yes. market with Doris, and that oh. was the one and only time we've ever used her. Oh. And I bought her for a staggering hundred pounds or something like that. <laughs> and I drove all the way to Leicester to pick her up with uh, my eldest daughter, Nome. And um, she still she recalls that day. She said, "Daddy, do you remember that time we drove across the world?" Oh, for a piano. So for a piano. For a piano that you never used. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Worth every second. Mm. Anyway, yeah. So, but yeah, there's lots. There's lots of keyboards. uh, But with the new hidden room that I've found, Mm. uh, which kind of reminds—I don't know if anyone here watched uh, the haunting of the haunting of Hill House. Hill House. (gasps) 
there's a there's a room that keeps sort of appearing and disappearing in that I think or oh, something and yes. the, the door keeps yes, opening. Yes, the room means different things to different people. And and that's what this the room r- is r- like r- here. Requirement <laughs> in Harry Potter is that yeah I think mm. okay it's very, two very different groups of people here. Mm. <laughs> the haunting of Hill House versus Harry Potter. Yeah. I think. Yes. So we know who the winner will be. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> the room of requirements. Mm. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So so the the. The hidden room is going to have the broken in need of repair keyboards in, Mm. uh, which will one day be fixed. How do you access this special room? You have to climb. I thought Mm. so. Mm. You have to do some exercise to get And then you have to dislocate your arm on the way back down. You should Mm. put like um, proper climbing. Mm. I was going to get those things like you have at the... the, the, Those, you know, those... Yeah. The the rock climber. Yeah. Things. Or, mm. or Bell's Ladder from the library. Mm. Maybe two minutes. Uh, well, I was going to go to the, the local climbing shop and get a, um, a box of Crampax sure. to stick on the wall. An awful lot like Dampax. Crampons. <laughs> Is it crampons? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Crampons are like shoe things. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. I was going to get some of them. But they would also be very cool. It's very useful for, yeah. for rock climbing. Mm. Talk us through then <laughs> the running of the studio, the day-to-day running. So you are CEO, CFO... MF. I. I. And. DFS. And DSS. Sure. Uh, Are any of those rude? Um, <laughs> no. Okay. No. HTML? No, I'm not that. WTF? No. Yes, <laughs> definitely. A-O. C-R-O-W. <laughs> uh, well, I swan in at around five past ten. Wow. Usually when people are waiting outside the door going... Cool. Um, and then I was like, oh, tractor, sorry. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, I, I sort of walk in and I say, do come in. And I uh, I give people a compliment as they walk through the door. That's one of the things that it says in the... Um, the... I don't recall my compliment. Yeah, hang on. Oh, I've, that's okay. oh yes. Well, you gave me a compliment and it, 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 it cancelled mine out. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, yeah, so in in the um, the mail out thing for the the open day, it says um, come along and what does it say? And receive a co- I've read it. Receive yes. a compliment. Something from like that. Yeah. A, I was going to say complimentary, and I thought no, I can't be bothered with that. Receive a compliment from Steve. Mm. So I've got some compliments up my sleeve. No, you're not. You're not going to tailor them specifically as people walk in. Um, I might do. Yeah. But they might be a little bit um, shallow. Shallow. Generic. Generic and oh. rude. Okay. I do. I like my compliments to be generic and rude, actually. Yeah. So that that's going to work out really <laughs> yeah. well. Yeah. So yeah. once they arrive and they've had their generic, shallow compliment <laughs> yes. after you've been late because of the tractor. Yes. Then what? I switch on the power. I've I've tried to go against what your average hmm. studio engineer does. So, for instance, the average studio engineer will go right. I've got a studio space. Let's put absorbent tiles everywhere. Hmm. And make it as dead as a as a as a doornail, and and like really, you know, claustrophobic, like an anechoic chamber, which is a chamber that's got no acoustic, you know, properties. Um, and um, I thought, well, obviously it would cost quite a lot of money to do that here for a start. Um, but I was. Um, but you've achieved it in your booth. I've achieved it in the booth. I mean, it's not completely dead, but it's it's uh, pretty good. Um, but that, but that's the thing. Having areas in the in the room where you can go and quietly go mad in the booth mm-hmm. because you can hear your own, own heartbeat and pulse in your head, 
um and but we did we recorded some drums in there the other day while there was a, a singer out in the live bit in the same room but sort of slightly cordoned off um and um and there was a guitarist and the and the guitar amp was in the toilet with a mic on it and then some um a little bit of a padding thing around it just to kind of deaden it out a bit um and it's a it's great sound and it's um uh, it's like with the, the the other stuff we've done in the room like with Louisa and Rosanna the other day, which was a, a guitar, a double bass, and some singing and a bit of egg shake, skull shaped egg shaking, mm-hmm. percussion. Um, uh, that sounded amazing, and we didn't even have any proper, you know, screening or anything like that. Well, I was going to say it's quite unusual to have a you've got a lovely brick wall as like yes. an accent wall, mm. yeah, which is beautiful it's mm. quite an unusual thing for a oh yeah studio and yeah. very very tall ceilings mm. yes well it's it's uh what struck me when i first walked in here other than the fact that the the soundproofing seemed to be amazing of the building itself was how like a mini version of abbey road studio 2 it was it, almost to the in terms of structurally and everything else um and and where all the all the parts of the room are um and it's also a little bit like um, the original Trident Studios. It was in Soho. Um, I think it might still be there, but I can't remember if it's the, in this moved. But um, it's it's basically a, a, a big performance space where you could do classical music. You could do like you recorders. There's probably not enough room for a, a full orchestra in here, but um, it was all, all the pianos. But you could certainly record a string quartet in here, or, or a, a sort of a a medium choir i suppose or mm. something like like an octet maybe um and uh with the, the the very tall ceilings you can obviously have microphones right up in the right up at the very top yeah. mm. um which is what uh, you get in you know in the in the bigger studios in london so, so when you, can... you looked around the space because it's mm. not it wasn't being advertised as a recording studio no you were looking for a space yeah I just so when you saw it when you looked around it were you like yes i can see everything that this could be mm, yes because there were there was about six people in here uh who looked like th- their souls had disappeared sure. uh, behind computers and they just it just looked like a really miserable room but oh, you saw it while it was still in oh the yes room. yeah oh, yeah wow that's so and uh, and i and i sort of tried to imagine it what it was like empty and uh it seemed it seemed smaller, didn't it, with the people in? It did. Mm. Yeah, but it seems a lot bigger now. It it feels huge. But I've yeah. got Alice in Wonderland syndrome, which means that I see things and they look massive, and or see things and they look tiny. So I've got no idea how big or small the room is. I think it's testament to how spacious it is that there are so many instruments and keyboards and mm. big things, big objects. And lots of technical equipment, and it does not feel cramped in any way. No, that's it. it and I can sit in here perfectly uh, and not fill up half the room, which is what used to happen in the last yeah. place, <laughs> with my immense folds sure. all over the place. Yeah, it's very lovely. <clears throat> and uh, I, I look forward to uh, doing. I mean, I've got already got quite a few people booked in for mm. the next few weeks and months and year. In fact, someone wants to come in next year. Um, and um, I've also uh, been speaking to the daughter of a one of my sort of heroes um, recently, um, 
well, the, 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 it was a guy called um, Alan Hawk, Hawkshaw who um, he wrote tunes such as the Grange Hill theme and mm-hmm. and uh, and Countdown. They're the sort of the, <laughs> maybe the cheesier ones he did, but he did some quite in, quite good stuff. Um, and uh, so we yeah, they're possibly going to be coming to have a bit of a tinker at some point. Amazing. Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm going I'm, I'm I'm attracting quite a lot of attention. With my, as yeah. you should. <laughs> I th- yeah, I think certainly from you haven't been here for that long, a couple no. of weeks really. Hmm. Yeah. You're getting quite a lot of attention and chat, and people are very interested. Hmm. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but no, we, we were here on Sunday making a hell of a noise. Um, the, there was a there was the, the guitarist playing guitar like um, Tommy, what's his name from Black Sabbath, and it was it was. Uh, up on you know it was up at 11 on the amp it was so loud and um i went and stood outside just to see how it was doing out there and i couldn't hear it wow yeah just but that might have been because because i was a bit deaf from being in the room i don't know it's great it's great so steve what's it like working with the spitfire sisters <laughs> it's a, a, it's pure joy <laughs> so sincere that people are going to believe you sometimes when i work with people i i feel like i can't be myself Hmm. but i feel like i'm i can be myself with you lot and that is that's nice so it's like being with your what is your being with your friends i i mean i think you're my friends obviously (laughs) not not real but that's the impression that you give it's not real or we're not real well who knows (laughs) Um, as, as I often say to my daughter, um, when she asks me to, to do something like help her with her homework, I say, "Well, I would help you, but unfortunately, I died." Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> but she says, "Ah, Daddy," and she never mind. And she pats me <laughs> on the head. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. Mm. Mm. She knows just how to deal with you. Mm. Mm. <laughs> she drew me a lovely picture of the devil once to cheer me up. Can you think of any highlights so far of your of your time working with us? I would say, <laughs> I would say the uh, Orient Express because that's what everyone was. Oh, that must have been great! But apart from it being very nice being with you, I was actually bored <gasps> and I and annoyed that the 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 Alps and everything we were trying to see kept going into tunnels. <laughs> the Alps were going to. But the best part of that was kicking pigeons in, in Venice. Oh, uh, that that was a highlight. I can't believe that a highlight of that wasn't sharing a bed with me. And that was also, yeah. Thank you. That was, that was lovely, actually. Uh, no, I think, a bed and a, and a bunk. Not yeah. I mean, we didn't share a bunk, but we shared bunk beds. We did? Mm. Yeah. Um, another highlight, I think, is probably recording the Christmas album. Mm. I really, I mean, I enjoyed doing the, we've just finished another album, Folks. <laughs> uh, which, which, which will be out now. Which, which is, it actually sounds really good and I'm really pleased with it. But it took a long, 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 long time. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I didn't, uh, I didn't, uh, well, I did enjoy it, but you know. It, it was a different, the Christmas album had I can't a very, even remember doing the Christmas. We album. had a very definite. We did it over like four Mondays. We had a very mm. definitive deadline I think because that's it had a much to be out for Christmas. Mm. I mean, mm. a lot, of, yeah. a lot of what's 
Well, this album is is they're they're kind of old favourites in our set. Mm. But we recorded some years. of this stuff when we were doing the Christmas album as well. Yes, some yeah, of yeah, certainly yeah. the backing tracks yeah. were done. Um, and so it's sort of it's, but it's, I yeah, I enjoyed doing that uh, Christmas album, and um, possibly because also I was sort of a bit left to my own devices for a couple of the songs on it for the mm. last Christmas one which I kind of just did, and the the one that Anna really enjoyed. <laughs> the, oh, the, that's the, right, the, the Christmas cake, album. The, the Kate Bush. <laughs> when it's all erased from my memory. Back to you and, and, and Anna sang the Kate Bush song, um, what's it called? Snowflake. Snowflake. Uh, Don't ask me what it was called. She's got no idea. I can't even remember how it goes, but it's it's a great, I think it's great. It's very atmospheric. It's, I really love that track. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm. It's, mm. A lot, it's a lot of people's favourite track. Mm. I'm so pleased to mm. hear it. I'm so pleased. And... Uh, I enjoyed, it was just after we got the vibes as well. So it was great doing mm. the My Love to Keep Me Warm song, um, playing a, a bit of vibes in that. And um, yeah, that was, that was quite, a, quite a nice, happy time. Whereas, <laughs> <laughs> whereas one of the sessions for something we did, which I don't think we used in the end, was really miserable. We've had a few of those. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's it's because it's such challenging material mm. that we've been mm. churning out, and um, we did we approached it in a very different way to how we've recorded before. Mm. Like the the which um, the album we did, put your phone away, wasn't it? Where we did it a week at your dad's old house. Mm. It was like bish bash bosh. I think mm. we all we all work better to very definitive take this week. We are doing yeah. it all in this yes. week or mm. four Mondays and that is it. Mm. And I think it's different. And I think it will be different, a different process moving forward. This might be, not be a conversation for the podcast, actually. I think it will be a different <laughs> process being here as well mm. for mm. the next, whatever the next project is. I think it will be a very different project where the we are able Thomas to... Thomas Tallis Mad- Madrigal, uh, as you were doing earlier. Yes, Exactly. Mm. Um, where we can be like right we are booking you around the studio for a week Mm. it will be a very different approach and it will be very different long days Mm. long nights but with a a definitive if by 5pm on Friday we will have everything done but that's also the good thing about this the good thing about this place is the fact that you can book it for any time of the day or Mm. night provided Mm. you give me some notice yes um, yes. which, which is a very different situation from mm. the previous situation. Yeah, because we used to have a curfew, mm. half past seven. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But anyway, no, it's all been a highlight for me. Us two. Rolling his eyes to the back of his head. Mm. It's, been, it's been a delight. Mm. It's been lovely. And <laughs> yeah, now, that felt really final. Yeah, yeah. It's been <laughs> and on now, that note... Yes. <laughs> As well, for the first time in I can't remember how many years, um, Steve can't make a performance on Sunday, Saturday. Saturday. Saturday so I've been given the sack. So you've been temporarily sacked. Yeah. Mm. So uh, well, we've got the we've got the lovely Paul Francis playing piano for us. So it'll be very lovely. Really, yeah, really looking forward to that. He's a, he's a lovely lovely pianist and mm. very nice man and. Um, he's coming to the studio tomorrow, so we're going to try and go through some of the music with him. But he will never replace you. Well, 
That's let's see. Let, wait. Before let's we, let's wait. see how it goes yeah. on Saturday, and then we'll decide from there. <laughs> Mike and Louise's dad. I hope to see you <laughs> at the inaugural opening. I was quite, uh, I was quite taken with Louise's dad actually agreeing with her that this was a good place to go, and a good thing. Oh, did he? Yeah. Mm. It's probably the first time I've ever heard him say that anything I've ever thought of or done or said is good. Your dad is cutting harshest mm. critic, but mm. actually everybody needs one. But I thought. He says well, it. it must be right then. I must do this. Mm. It's better that mm. way. Isn't it better that way, though? I think mm. it's better because you, then you know when he says something complimentary. It's he actually means genuine. It, mm. Which I, I... Once you get over the, like, horror, <gasps> mm. actually, that is the, the best way to be. We need that. There's uh, a uh, mental health slightly alert. Uh, I... I've struggled in the past, uh, and, and uh, I've actually, these Spitfire sisters have helped me a great deal, and I thank you very much indeed. Anyway, I'm feeling a lot better now, um, but I've got this thing where if I do something, mainly my mum says, now, are you sure you really, you really mean that? You surely, it's like a, I, if I buy something, she said, no, do you actually really need to buy that? And uh, everyone which was really good. Everyone did say when I was going to c- come here, no, are you sure this is really what you want to do? And I was thinking, well, I don't really know. But I say, as soon as I heard your dad say that, mm. <laughs> that Done was it. Deal. It has, it is, has been, it is and has been a brilliant decision. Yes, mm. I think. Okay. Yes. I think yes. it's, I think you, well, I think you'll be very happy. Just no. so well, <laughs> I, 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 I would like to give a, 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 a tiny, no, a massive shout out to uh, Don Shin and and his uh, lovely lady Pat uh, because they well Don has donated he's been an organ donor and he's donated <laughs> the, we've got a C3 Hammond here now um, we used to well we've still got an M100 over in the corner there crying because it's not being used but um, the C3 Hammond is here and that was that was Don's and he bought that in the late 70s and used it professionally um, Don was um in my father's um, group in the 60s and then became a kind of a bit of a progressive rock legend and um, he was the he cited as the man who in, influenced uh, Emerson Lake and Palmer Keith Emerson uh, who used to throw his Hammond organs around on stage and smash them up um, and shake them and the reason for that was because he'd seen Don doing that because Don was trying to get the organ to work because it had been in the back of a van and all the valves had come out. Mm-hmm. So Don used to shake it to just to get the valves to go back in and the, the reverb spring in the organ would go. <laughs> and apparently Keith Emerson used to sit at the side of the stage thinking, that's really amazing, that, that showmanship. <laughs> and um, then Don sometimes would unscrew the back of the organ with, with a screwdriver and start poking things with a screwdriver and making things go. <laughs> And, but he was actually just trying to make things work. And, but <laughs> Keith used to think that this was, again, showmanship. So in, if you watch Emerson, Lake and Palmer at the Isle of Wight Festival, and they had their, their debut in 1970, uh, Keith Emerson stabbing the organ with knives and, oh and chucking it around. And, and uh, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So I, I slightly veered off what I was saying. But anyway, yeah. Don and Pat have really helped. They've, they've um, 
help move things in and well, as everyone has, has helped um but they've, they've given us a lot of um bits and pieces to to help us get on with what we're trying to do and also we've had the, the kickstarter thing uh, which has um raised even more money than we've we ever thought that it would and um which is in return for services and stuff so that's that i'm very pleased with that and uh it's been a, a huge community situation it has hasn't it? yeah which is really lovely mm. yes and I'm, I'm very grateful for that speaking of community we've set up a songwriting clinic that runs on the first wednesday of every month at the lovely railway inn in winchester upstairs upstairs in the attic and it's it's really lovely it's free free to come along we don't get paid to do it the railway very kindly donate the space and it's uh it's just to try and encourage people who who would like to write who'd like to write music who maybe um haven't done it before or or don't know where they're heading or even people who are seasoned writers but would just like a deadline or a platform to share it with it's it's a really i'm really proud of of, of the writing community that we have it's a, like a, a safe an encouraging space to come and share and, what you're working yes, on. Yes, and we've we've met some great people and have become best friends with them. And um, in fact, uh, one of them came and helped me on a, on a, a, a sort of a trial session here the other day. Mm. Um, and he was he was great. He's been very supportive. Um, uh, but I, I, it's been lovely because we've we've generated through doing the songwriting thing. We've gen- we've must have generated about twenty songs since it started mm. that weren't that didn't exist before. Yeah. People have, have, have collaborated with, with other people that they never would have thought about doing before. Um, at least three people I know who never, ever wrote a song in their lives have, have now started writing songs and just suddenly know how to do it. They've just worked out how to do it. One of them being um, uh, my art teacher, Carol, from years ago, um, who's, who's really good. And she's helped us a lot with the Goose and the Crow project, Louisa and I. And uh, she's she's been a teacher all her life and is an art art teacher, um, and all of a sudden she's now writing songs. And she came here the other night and and um, she, she sort of sang uh, this this nice folk tune, and I played piano and a bit of double bass on it and guitar. And, I woke uh, yeah, I woke up the other day without my head. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's really lovely. I really liked mm. it. It's very haunting, very haunting. Mm. I was I was like singing it, singing the tune. I was like, where? What is? Th- Oh yeah. Have you sent Hannah the recording? I oh no, I ha- I'd love oh, to hear I it. Oh, I I'd really like to hear it. And please, please tell Carol that I. She, yeah. She well, got she's she's it. booked in for another one t- tomorrow night, mm. um, and she's gonna she's gonna do the original version of the song she wrote with that guy. Mm-hmm. Is it? He's probably called Matt. He is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because um, <laughs> uh, they wrote one together, which she quite liked, and then they changed it, and she didn't like that so much. So she's she's gonna do a version of her, her original idea. Um, and some other bits and pieces. And, it's um, such a. Uh, I would strongly recommend anybody who has any any inkling that they want, not even to songwrite specifically, but any kind of creative outlet, because I found it very helpful in my own songwriting. Just being there and stealing everybody else. No, not really. Uh, just listening to how passionate other people are about their songwriting Mm. it always makes me go home and just scribble a load of ideas around and it's been one of the prompts that has got me started on my second ep oh yes journey we have a booking coming up yes we do Mm. i will be here at the 4th november so Mm. i'm really really Mm. pleased that that you've 
that you feel it it's like because it mm. should be it in fact i saw somebody put a post on facebook today that her nephew i think was mm. 21 um went in for some open mic competition with a song that he'd written mm. and didn't get through to the final mm. and it really knocked him down and that, well that's that's one of the one of the reasons that I really dislike mm. being set up like competition songwriting yes. stuff because yeah. it's so it's not about that winning. Well, it's a very be a winner. No. it's also very subjective. Like all of the art creative forms are so subjective. It's that it's a, so how much you gain in your own mm. process of creating the work in the first place that totally. is kind of what you win. Well, exactly. Mm. And and like for Carol, who's not written songs before, to come away with like one whole complete song and, and other songs that she's working on is is amazing after mm. what two months of going there three months and it's not, and it's, yeah, not it's a couple of hours every month and you don't have to go every month but you should go every month if you can and it will change it has really changed my outlook in terms of i want to be in this creative environment and i'm not good i'm really not good at songwriting in a group or with other people apart from you guys <laughs> but I, I find I'm very I'm very nervous about it as a concept but even just going and watching people and everybody's like, so different so, there's, so there's, different there's, there's no competitiveness not there's no kind of talking about it it's well there is when you and I write a song well yes well, but that's yeah, very yeah, different healthy, healthy when Louisa and I write songs uh, I write tuneful interesting chords <laughs> And then she goes, she goes, oh no! Jarring. Then we try and sing them. But the the group songwriting, I think, is only tricky as a concept because of people's, because for me, it's because of my own insecurities. And this group is so, as you say, not competitive. It is just friendly, and as you've also said, everybody's song you you tend to give people a task to do, and everybody's song is so different. That there isn't really room for any element of competition because mm-hmm. nobody is it's not that kind of group no because i i originally thought with it when we first had the idea of doing it that it would attract um people just singing those kind of interest what's the word introspective mm. ed sheeran type songs and everyone was going to sound like that and i was kind of oh god it's going to be just boring it's just going to be all blah 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 and there hasn't been I mean, there's not, been, once, no, not one. No, not one of, of those sort of things. And um, I think I was wondering whether or not it was because um, I've talked too much on there or at them and played them a few strange things that I've written and it's made them think, oh, oh, well, any pretty much anything goes when you write a song. It doesn't have to be in one little compartment. You can kind of veer off and do something else mm. we've also got people from lots of different working environments so lots of yeah. people who a few people who work in music and a few people who definitely don't work in music and mm. it, it yeah it's not it's very refreshing mm. i think yeah to be in an environment in in an environment where it's not like but it, it's lovely because the shared interest is mm. creating music and writing a song mm. but it's it's not done in a level some people don't know anything about mm. music theory and then so you could leave all of that it's just about the creative process and how how different people um approach it and it's 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 lovely so everybody that wishes to share on what they've worked on on the month whether it's the task or sometimes people have just written something for the sake of it um they come along and they have their moment on the stage they get to perform their song and then um then once they've done it they stay up there 
and talk about... And we pelt them with tomatoes. Pelt, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, um, have an open discussion about their process, how, what, what they've found um, challenging, what they've found easy, um, particularly if, we've, if it's been a, like a new partnership or, or anything like that. And then, and then uh, yeah, and then... Bleh. <laughs> and then vomit. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, tell us what it is. So it's the first Wednesday of every month. And if you fancy writing a song or listening to other people do it, um, then we'd love to see you there. What time? Eight o'clock. <laughs> Where was it? The Railway Inn in the attic upstairs. So from here at Vintage Key Studio. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you very much. See you next time. Thank you very much. See you next time. Don't forget to get in contact with us on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all of these things. Ask us any questions you want us to answer on the podcast. And let us know what you think of the new album. Yes, please do. Buy it as well. Yeah, and book us for shows and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. we'd love to see you. Please. Contact your local venue if you've seen us before and you want us to perform in a city near you. Contact your local venue. Especially if you're in the Caribbean. That would be lovely. (laughs) See you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.